0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Tate 30 News Podcast. I am Zachary Calhoun. Today we'll cover a couple stories from this week's show along with a few events and stories that you might have missed throughout the week. Starting off with sports, after a dominating victory against Texas A&M, the Bulldogs will take on Arkansas at home this Saturday. The game will also bring SEC Nation into start Fans will be excited to hear that Laura Rutledge, Paul Feinbaum, Roman Harper, Jordan Rodgers and Tim Tebow can be seen live at the junction. While this can be exciting for sports fans, the large number of people can be a bit concerning security-wise. I have Tate 30 News reporter Jenny Huff to tell us more about what she learned about the safety protocols on game day.
1: Well, this weekend, as you probably know, SDC Nation is here and it's homecoming week, so there's going to be a lot of people on campus and in Starville, so I talked to some locals and some police officers about just how to stay safe with so many extra people on campus.
0: Have you ever felt unsafe like at a game, like especially like bigger games like this in previous years?
1: Sometimes um, it can get interesting, especially if you go to the game alone without friends. It's very easy to get lost in a crowd.
0: So. Well, uh, what are some of the tips that you were giving to stay safe during game day?
1: Well, um, just a lot of what they said was just to be very aware of what's around you. If you can avoid going places by yourself, try to stay with someone you know and just be patient because there's going to be a lot of people. Just be aware of what's around you. Typical safety advice.
0: Like, is there anything besides that that you usually try to do?
1: I usually try to just stick with that You know, as a smaller child-looking <laughs> person. I try not to go very many places by myself if I can avoid it.
0: What are you worried about the most with this game?
1: Well, talking to the assistant chief of police, he was very nice, and he said that they're actually, like, it's not just going to be campus police. There's going to be, like, Starville police officers and, like, all Tibahaw County sheriffs, people everywhere. So that definitely made me at least feel more comfortable <laughs> knowing that there's going to be extra people there watching out for everybody.
0: And I mean, speaking from experience since I actually work security at the game, I know that we have a company which is TBL Security and then there're like three or four other security private security companies that are working within the stadium as mm-hmm. well. So they they have a lot of security.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they are keeping us safe. <laughs>
0: I don't think that we personally have had any problems. I know I had to throw out somebody for throwing like a full like cup of beer at the back of a girl's head during the last egg bowl, but that's the only like big security problem we've yeah. had.
1: That's that's good to know.
0: <laughs> yeah, so you know, don't get around the rowdy guys with full cups of beers. But I mean, is there anything else you'd like to talk about about security in games?
1: No. the The resident I talked to said most people who live here. Try to take the lesser-known kind of back roads in order to avoid most of the traffic. So if you know some of the secret shortcuts, maybe try to take those to avoid the crowds of people on the highway.
0: Well, thank you for being on the show. You know, I hope everything you know goes well at the game. But staying on sports. while well, growing up, I felt like I heard Tim Tebow's name like any time football was brought up. Like, I'm pretty sure I had a poster of him on my wall before I even knew who he was. So, you know, obviously, Tim Tebow and Startful is a big deal, and the fact that the MSU Student Association was lucky enough to hold a private event Thursday is definitely one of those once-in-a-lifetime situations. The event was called More Cowboy, More Purpose, a conversation with Tim Tebow, and during the event, Tim Tebow sat down and talked to students about how to find confidence and self worth in a world that's like basically taken over by social media. One of the quotes I see appearing like everywhere from him is, If I'm known as Heisman Trophy winner Tim Tebow, then I've missed my mark. Which, you know, I kind of find funny seeing that every article I looked up about him coming to Startful starts off with, heisman trophy winner tim tebow but you know that being said he does have a good meaning behind it he's hoping to like challenge college students to do something for others instead of just for themselves i don't know if he knew it or not but the quote is actually pretty philosophical i mean i'm sure many of you have heard of the famous philosopher aristotle And the quote actually matches his idea of this thing called eudaimonia, which means instead of living a life of, you know, instant gratification and short-time pleasures, kind of like that Hollywood life, you live a more meaningful life, actually changing something for the good of, like, all people, like, I don't know, scientists or getting your degree, just something to actually give your life purpose other big news this week it's homecoming if you couldn't already tell after being asked once if not five times to vote for homecoming king and queen there are also many other events that popped up throughout the week such as a headphone rave glow with the flow which included glow in the dark mini golf which is always a personal favorite for me and a dunk booth on the drill field which with these temperatures dropping you would have to be one brave soul to get in there uh, besides events on campus, homecoming can be a special time for alumni who get the chance to return back and you know relive their fondest memories, visiting old hangout spots, you know going to restaurants that they always went to with their friends, or even just seeing you know what's changed in town. It's like it's like a good old family reunion. This could not be Mississippi State news without talking about some type of transportation-related story. Or at least, I can't go a week without having some type of issue, whether that is road blockage, parking, traffic. You know, it's just not good. Tate 30 News reporter Heather Harrison is here to talk more about the changes of East Lee Boulevard.
2: Yes, so Starkville wanted to grow, especially with Mayor Spruill, that's kind of like how she headlined her campaign back in 2017. She wanted to grow, especially eastward. So Lee Boulevard, which connects Lee Boulevard on campus, is now part of Starkville city limits. It used to be part of Octavia County, but Starkville managed to get that back in
0: February. So you know, definitely not for me, but for other people what road is this? Because I'm terrible with roads.
2: So it's the road uh, right off, of, right, it leads right off of campus from Campus Book Mart, um, and it goes down this way, and it connects to Old Mayhew Road and Lakewood Drive, um, and then it goes all the way down to 182.
0: Gotcha, yeah, I use that road every day, so this is awkward. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, what, like, big changes are going to come of that?
2: Yes, so Ward 5 Alderman Hamp Beatty told me that they're planning to add street lights on Eastley Boulevard and on Highway 182 they're adding a sidewalk and then also local businesses or restaurants or hotels might want to move into the area. He said he didn't know of anybody who had planned that but the Chamber of Commerce might know of you know businesses or hotels moving in but he said there was a good spot for at least one restaurant or one hotel to kind of be stationed there
0: very glad to hear about the sidewalk because i have seen many people just walking in the middle of the road at like eleven thirty at night it's i know scary.
2: and i was out there filming yesterday and i had to walk along the side of the road to film the road and i was like man it'd be nice if there's a sidewalk right about now
0: that that I've, i'll stay away from that one you can you can stay on the road <laughs> uh how was that gonna impact like traffic do you think like school traffic
2: School traffic, it's a really busy road. It's probably one of the busiest roads that leads onto campus, just because the retreats right there, there's also a lot of other, or red points right there, not the retreat. Um, There's also like a lot of uh, apartments and stuff like that. And even like the Highlands, like we have to go through uh, Eastleigh Boulevard a little bit to get to campus. i think with the sidewalks people who live along Eastley boulevard especially in those houses might be more likely to walk to campus instead especially since we have all these parking issues on campus that never seem to get resolved so like my the reflector faculty advisor josh foreman he bought a house on Eastley boulevard and now he walks to campus because he didn't want to have to deal with parking so i feel like if there's a sidewalk more people will follow suit uh
0: was there any mention of maybe like fixing those roads because i know it's real bumpy and like just patched in with gravel
2: so the city did not purchase old mayhew road which is the one that's really bumpy Uh, and things like that so i did not get to ask about that road that's part of the county but if we're still curious I, i have been meaning to ask them for a while because old mayhew road is like doubled up with street signs and they added like flashing lights to the stop signs um and it's also just very bumpy in general
0: and i know of like a few professors that are living down there because that's like faculty housing and Mm -hmm. i feel like uh the university would have pushed like this situation like sooner like getting all those like improvements being made
2: right but like i said it's part of the county not part of the city or the university so there's only so much you can do if it's not part of your land
0: well thank you so much for being here heather speaking of transportation uber for msu is a program set up by the student association that gives students two discounted rides per month and fifty percent off trip costs that are five dollars or less. I can see this being, you know, beneficial for students who don't have uh, a vehicle, and campus buses can't take them to like the specific place or store that they need to go. But I feel like it still could end up, you know, causing some problems on campus. I don't know if uh, it's similar to the bird scooters where there's like a giant red outline around the campus where you just can't even bring the scooters onto campus. But with there already being so many like parking problems, I hope it doesn't create a problem where students will park their vehicles on campus and then Uber to other places like leaving their car for, I don't know, hours or even days sometimes. But, you know, I guess we'll just have to see think that is about it for news this week make sure to follow take 30 news on facebook and instagram at take 30 news we won't be having a live show next friday for fall break but we will be back october 21st at 4 p.m as always on msu tv or on facebook live or our youtube channel we'll see you next time on our take 30 news podcast i am zachary Kelvin.